Welcome to another Bible in the News. If there was a modern movement which represented the opposite to what the Bible teaches, it might be the movement known as Pride. Pride is all about celebrating unfettered freedom, to follow one's desires and to do what one wants. It is closely associated with the LGBTQ plus ideology, which has steadily been growing influence in the Western world over the last 15 years. Pride Month is celebrated in Western cities in June. It's dedicated to celebration and commemoration of lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender LGBT pride. The rainbow flag has become a symbol of this movement and many marches and celebrations are planned with schools and corporations getting on the bandwagon. Of course, what unbelievers do is entirely up to them. God, at this current time, has allowed freedom of choice and people can choose to follow his ways or not. However, what should a Bible believer's mindset be to Pride Month? Before we even get into the lifestyles and practices associated with Pride Month, the notion of celebrating human pride immediately is at odds with biblical thinking. The Bible tells us that human pride needs to be abased, that we need to humble ourselves and accept God's ways and not human ways as a guide for life. Because we do not naturally think like God and because his ways are far above our ways, Isaiah 55 verse 8 and 9, we learn that we can only find out about his ways through his word, the Bible. God's word is described as light which shines a light onto our path and gives us understanding. Psalm 119, verse 105 and 130. We read in the Bible that God is seeking those who are poor and of a contrite spirit, willing to humble themselves and to tremble at his awesome word. That's Isaiah 66, verse 2. The opposite of this is worldly human pride which stands in opposition to God's ways. We read in 1 John 2 verse 16, All that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And Jesus teaches us that out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these things, says Jesus, come from within and defile the man. Mark 7, 21-22. The ideology connected with the LGBTQ plus acronym 
is also at odds with biblical teaching. One of the core ideas is that if a person chooses to be identified by one of the letters which stand for lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans or queer, then they are not then they are that and that this should be accepted and celebrated. They should be free to express who they are and indulge in whatever acts gratify them freely. They should not have to change anything about what they feel. But the teaching of the Bible is that humans should seek to control their natural impulses. The Bible calls on us to change instinctive behaviours and reflect God's word. A believer is called upon to mortify or put to death impulses which are not in accordance with God's ways. Colossians 3 verse 5. The concept of restricting human impulses and disciplining oneself is not a popular message. Nevertheless, the believer of the Bible realises that this is essential to pleasing God. Pride Month is indeed one example of a culture which, for the past 50 years or so, has turned its back on God's ways. For around 2,000 years, society had loosely had a biblical foundation, which had given it structure and the ability for families to thrive. Sadly, this is now under attack and postmodern chaos is becoming the norm, which does not in fact lead to contentment. Nothing is certain. There are infinite possibilities and uncertainties. This confusion has caused some to believe that their gender is simply a social construct and that this can be changed despite the facts of biology. The biblical role of the sexes is considered old-fashioned, bigoted, and to be rejected. Having rejected the Bible's definition of what a good person is like, somebody who follows God's ways, society has filled the God-shaped hole with the narrative of oppressed versus oppressor, and there the virtuous person has to champion so-called oppressed minority groups in order to be virtuous. We therefore get all of this virtue signalling going on around us. The idea is to overthrow those who are considered oppressors. Extremists therefore do not tolerate biblical teaching, nor those who hold to it. They reject the notions of normality which have been held for thousands of years, wishing to redefine and reconfigure language and meaning to suit their ends. But the call of the Bible is not to follow the spirit of the age. The believer is called to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of their mind that they may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12 verse 2. One of the core drivers of Pride Month is sexual identity. It's a celebration of the impulses of people who have same-sex attraction. Much could be said about this from a biblical perspective. However, we will limit our comments to simply think about how God has designed acceptable sexuality in his word, the Bible. We are careful to say at this point that same-sex attraction in itself is not a sin. It's in the practicing of sexual relations outside of biblically defined marriage, which is. It's only when lust, you see, is conceived, as we read of in James 1 verse 15, that it brings forth sin. The impulse itself is not the sin.
When sexual activity takes place outside of biblically defined marriage, this is termed fornication, or if the person is married and they are being unfaithful, adultery in the Bible. It is sexually immoral. The only divinely acceptable place for sexual intercourse is in the marriage relationship, and this is defined by God's word as being as, as being between one man and one woman who have vowed themselves to each other. This is defined in the creation record in Genesis 2 verse 4, which states that after Eve was created for Adam and they were married, therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife. This shows that marriage was designed to be at the heart of a new family household. And this can only take place between a man and a woman. This is quoted and endorsed later in the Bible by the Apostle Paul under inspiration in Ephesians 5 verse 31 and by the Lord Jesus Christ himself in Matthew 19 verse 5. It is from this union children and families spring forth. Therefore, gay marriage or same-sex marriage is impossible from a biblical perspective. Any sexual activity outside of the biblically defined marriage relationship is forbidden and sinful, be that heterosexual or homosexual. So far from championing the labels of LGBTQ+, the Bible calls for believers to renounce their former lustful lifestyles and identify themselves with the Son of God, Jesus Christ. He resisted sin in all its forms. We read he was tempted in all points, yet he did not sin. Hebrews 4.15 And he is the example for us to follow. 1 Peter 2 verse 21 The following was written by inspiration of God to the, to the believers of Corinth in the first century. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate. Now some versions translate this as homosexual. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 9. The Bible clearly states then that lifestyles that break the ideal of marriage will cause the practitioners to not have a place in God's kingdom. Therefore it would be unloving for us to encourage such ways of life. Instead, we must all renounce our former identities in whatever way they were incompatible with the Christian lifestyle before, and embrace a new life in Christ. So, for these reasons, as the world celebrates Pride Month, we will decline to be involved, knowing that we should obey God rather than men. Acts 5.29 If asked, we will point out that the Bible offers a vastly different message and framework for life than the one the world promotes at this time. Should we find our beliefs at odds with our society and find society is unable to tolerate our faith, then we take comfort in the words of Jesus Christ, who has taught us in John fifteen nineteen that if we were of the world, the world would love his own. 
But because we are not of the world, but have been chosen by Christ out of the world, therefore the world will hate us. We await a new age when God's will, when God's righteousness, when God's ways will be done on the earth, Matthew 6 verse 10, and when God's glory will fill this earth as the waters cover the sea, Numbers 14, 21. Join us again next week, God willing, as we wait and watch the signs of the times that herald the return of Messiah and his new kingdom age wherein dwelleth righteousness. Thank you.